Social Zoom Factor, episode 288. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. SMS, chatbots, live chat, all of them in a single tool. Oh, we actually aren't done with the list yet. Visitor tracking, CRM, push notifications, and all that boosted by automations. You get the idea, right? Trying to integrate everything into a business can make a marketer go crazy. But user.com is here to stop this nightmare and at a lower price than its competitors. User.com is a full stack marketing machine and now is offering a special for Social Zoom Factor listeners of 50% off for six months regardless of plan. Plus, the first 10 to register will receive a free consultation with a user.com marketing automation expert. Go visit try.user.com slash Pam to get your deal and start turning each visitor into a happy customer. Again, that is try.user.com slash Pam. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we are going to some foundational success strategies for you to develop a profitable social and digital marketing strategy and plan. Now, these seven steps, I promise you, will help you be successful online today. And so you know who you're listening to and that you can trust what I'm telling you. I want you to know I have spent 25 years in the world of digital and online marketing. I was a nerd from the way back years. I was a programmer back in high school. I have had entrepreneurial spirit in my blood since I was selling salamanders and pet rocks and everything out of my mother's cupboards when I was a child. So I was doing social media and corporate before there was ever anything called social media. Our audience today scales over 2 million across the social platforms. Our digital tribe scales to over 200 million. This podcast that you're listening to today has had over 2 million downloads. And then we drive success 18 to 24 months approximately ahead of where most of our colleagues are as to what and how we are implementing technologies with our target audiences. I left corporate America uh, 10 years ago after spending 15 years in corporate, as did my partner in business in life. He eventually joined me after I sold our first agency and enabled us to work together. So he comes from the world of business development and sales and data mining. And so we're both a bunch of data geeks that love connecting, using technology to connect humans and humans with the brands and people that want to serve them. I mean, that's the best way to explain it. And so today I'm going to give you seven steps. We're going to go through them pretty quickly. My goal is to, to excite you about 
putting and developing your plan. So putting your plan together where you are excited about doing the right things. And in the episode right before this one, I talked about the three reasons that people fail when it comes to online marketing. And number one reason is lack of planning. And so that's why I want to make sure that you understand to be successful online today you have to slow down to speed up. You can't just throw content spaghetti at the wall and hope that it sticks. You need to plan, you need to know who you're serving, and you need to know what success looks like. So let's go ahead and dig into these seven foundational steps that you need to take to develop a profitable social media and digital marketing strategy and plan. So what is social media really? Social media in a nutshell is a medium for you to connect with other human beings. It's really one big conversation, right? It's a storytelling platform where you own the pen and your book is unwritten. So when you think about your social media strategy, it's really your strategic plan for how you are going to incorporate social media into your business. It saves time and can help you achieve your business goals and objectives if you take the time to develop your strategy. Many people will confuse strategy, plan, and tactics, okay? Strategy is your plan. It's your framework that will help you achieve your long-term goals. It includes the approach that you're going to take and it supports the why you're doing this in the first place. Your plan is the detail of what you're going to do within that plan. And then your tactics are how you're going to execute the plan that supports your strategy. And the tactics are where we have our specific actions that help us achieve our goals. Many people, when it comes to developing a social or digital strategy and plan, they jump straight to tactics because they're more comfortable, for example, with technology. But you will be more successful in achieving your business goals if you take the time to figure out what those goals are. And you wanna make sure that you are avoiding those random acts of marketing. And how do you know when you have a random act of marketing? It's not funded, it's not in the plan, it's not integrated, and it doesn't have metrics for success. So if you do not have one of those things, it's likely a Rammy, right? You need to stomp it because Rams love to eat your return on investment, your ROI for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And as we dig into these seven steps, I encourage you to go download the complimentary visual guide with these seven steps. You can print it out, take notes on it. Just go to pam.online slash my plan. All right. So these seven steps are, first, I'm going to tell you what they are, the seven steps, and then we're going to go briefly into each one of them. First step is discover. That's where we're exploring our options. Second step is ideation. That's the fun part for a lot of us. Some people don't like that stage. Next, we have a line. Then step four, we have plan. Then we have build. We have launch. And we have measure. Now, what you're going to see as we go through this is that each step has activity in it. So for some people, they don't like planning because they feel like they're not making progress. So that's why we've really learned over the years, the way to motivate people to plan and to set goals is they have to feel like they're making 
forward momentum. So as we go through this today, you're likely going to notice that there's decisions that need to be made at each stage. There's things that we need to do, things that we need to research. So let's talk about step one. So this is discovery. One of the top questions I get when people see me speak and train, it's Pam, where do I begin? Where do I start? Well, I always have to answer this question with another question. And I know that drives some people crazy. Where you start depends on where you are. So it depends on where you are. If you're brand new to online marketing, you're starting at a different place than somebody who's been doing this for a while, but just not seeing the results that they want to. So where you start also depends on your goals. It depends on your objectives. It depends on your audience and how new you are to your market, whether you have awareness with your target market. So as you are discovering, you, this is where you're really analyzing. You know, I love doing a SWOT where it's a SWOT analysis with strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, where you're taking a get real, I mean, a realistic look at where you're successful, where you're not, where you need to improve, and really looking at it through the lens of how ready am I to achieve success? And what is the reason why I'm wanting to do this in the first place? So why why am I wanting to do this? Why will my audience care that I'm doing this? Why do they care that I'm taking time to create a platform to serve them? I know it sounds crazy, but you need to answer some of those most basic questions and then really start looking at what are those key objectives, right? What what are the things I want to achieve? And, and as you start to uh, refine that, then you start to look at what are the possible metrics we have to measure success. You don't have to have it finalized here. Uh, that's the one guarantee when it comes to online marketing today. The only guarantee we have is change. So things are always going to change. So do not look for perfection. Really good is good enough. And as you're in this first discover stage, you may not even feel that it's really good. It's just kind of good. And that's okay. Okay. So then we start to look at, okay, what social networks is my ideal customer on? What are they using and why, right? Who, who are the industry leaders? What are the top blogs that exist? And how can I fit in this social ecosystem? Who's already rocking it out on Twitter and LinkedIn and YouTube and, you know, whatever the social network may be. How am I going to add a unique voice, unique value? Uh, and even if your industry feels like it's very cluttered right now, where you're thinking, oh, well, I don't need to, it's too cluttered for me to get out there and have my voice. No, people always want to hear a different perspective. And a lot of times, if you feel like the market is crowded digitally, that's okay. That means that there's a lot of opportunity there. So the, the in, no matter what industry you are in, people are always looking for fresh perspectives and new ways to learn and explore and be served. Step number two is ideation. Now, this is one of my favorite phases, and I know a lot of other people, it's not. So like my partner, he loves going straight to the tactics and the how. So when, when I get out a whiteboard and an expo marker, a dry erase marketer. I mean, I am so excited and you can see his blood pressure starts to go up because he's just thinking, how am I going to do all these things? So you likely have people of these different personalities on your team, even if you're a small team. So I want to warn you as you are idea aiding, if you love it, not everybody loves it. 
And so you want to be careful because you don't want to scare people away as you are idea aiding. So you want to make sure that you are collecting and you are prioritizing what those strategic options are in this phase. You're looking at prioritizing the options that you could have to, to be successful online against the objectives that you want to achieve, right? This is the phase where you're starting to refine your metrics a little bit. And yes, this is where you start crossing things off your list and you start really controlling those Rammies. So if you've been doing marketing for a while, or maybe you, you're successful or you're not, or, or you're not doing much marketing, but you don't have time, nobody comes to me and says, Hey Pam, I want to hire you. And I have so much time and money. I am just going to spend it all on your agency and services wrong. They usually have a long list. Well, we have to do these things and we have to do these things. Well, you're going to have to cross some things off your list in order to be successful. So you need to, to make time to do the right things that will help you achieve your goals. And so ideation is where you start to then refine some of those options and thinking about, okay, what could we scale back on? What are the areas we need to focus on? And then when we, the next phase, step three, we're talking about alignment. So this is where we are aligning our brand with our audience. And this is where you really start to think about your customer. Do you really know your customer who you're serving? Who are the best customers that you serve and you can have mutual joy and value? Who is your ideal and perfect customer that you just love serving and they love when you serve them? And how are you going to serve them unique and relevant value? What is the that current brand perception that they have of you? What needs to change? What's your relationship with them? And if you uh, still need to refine your audience, which most brands and people do, please go download our audience worksheet. It'll help you prioritize those audiences. Just go to pam.online line slash audience. And then you can also grab my buyer persona worksheet. It's pam.online slash my buyer. And if you really want to be an overachiever, which you should, you can join my five day buyer persona bootcamp, go to pam.online slash bootcamp. So there are three things that I know will help you immediately because if you don't know your customer and you are not serving them value and you're not taking an audience first marketing approach to everything you're doing, it's all for nothing. Okay. And if you don't believe me, go listen to the last couple episodes that I did. I did a newbie's guide to audience marketing and I Trust me, you will know why you need to do these things if you go listen to that episode. So you have to know who are you serving? What keeps them up at night and how are you going to help them? What do you stand for, right? So with alignment, it's aligning your brand. It's aligning your value proposition to the needs of the right audience, not just throwing it out there, but to the needs of your right audience. And then in a line, you're also looking at who else do you need on your journey, right? And I talk a lot about the OPC, which is other people's content and other people's community. So this is where you want to tap into the power of many, right? Who are the people that influence your customer? Who are the, what are the blogs that they read, the videos that they watch, the social profiles that they hang out on? You want to partner with those people, tap into those communities, share their content while you're working your plan and developing your plan, you want to be tapping into people who are already ahead of you, 
partner with them, share their content. I believe in abundance. You should never feel afraid to share other people's content, even your best competitors, because when you do that, you tap into their community as well. Now, I know we're getting deep into some content here. And before we go there, we need to hear a quick word from our sponsor. I still have four more steps for a profitable social media plan that I'll be sharing with you. I'll be right back. Trying to integrate different tools into a business can make us go crazy. And the worst part is that all this granularity also means you lose data. Our new partner, user.com, is a full stack marketing machine that helps businesses integrate under one umbrella all those vital marketing and customer support activities. Email marketing, SMS campaigns, web and mobile push notifications, call center activities, chat bot and live chat, visitor tracking, visual sales pipeline, customer relationship management, and obviously automation. Think about an automated sequence that engages and converts your leads via email, drives upsells with SMS campaigns, and answers customer questions via chat. Study after study is showing that opening a conversation with the visitor will drastically increase your conversion. User.com makes it super easy to interact with your customers even when you sleep. It also integrates with all the tools you and your team love to use, like Slack, Zoom, Google Analytics, and WordPress, to name a few. Visit them at try user.com slash Pam. They're offering a special for our listeners of 50% off for six months for any plan. Plus the first 10 to register, get a free consultation with a user.com marketing automation expert. Go visit try.user.com slash Pam to get your deal. Again, that is try.user.com slash Pam. I'm back. Okay, step number four. This is where the rubber hits the road with plan. So this is where you need to now align your social digital efforts to your business goals. Okay, you're not just thinking about it. You're not just idea aiding. You are clearly defining what does success look like? What are the goals and objectives? How are you going to measure success? Do you have the funding that you need? If not, what additional funding, support, and resources do you need? Do you have the right mindset to succeed? If not, how are you going to push that culture change that needs to happen within your company to make that happen? Do you have the right skills and technology? How does your current platform perform? You know, conduct an audit of your existing platform and see where you have strengths and weaknesses. We do a lot of this type of planning with our clients. They come to us to take a third party look at everything they're doing, help them very quickly implement a plan and a roadmap for success. So if you need help with that, reach out to us. But what are the risks that are associated? There's always risks that are associated with doing something new and big like this. What are those risks and how are you going to mitigate those risks? Okay, if you need help getting your budget approved, go grab my white paper that will help you with the exact steps to get that budget approved, pam.online slash budget. Step number five is build. Now, the key thing here is you know what success looks like and your goals and your objectives are clearly defined. You know what your metrics for success are. Do not start building until you have these things. Now, those of you who love 
to get straight to the how, you love this phase. But don't push your team to this phase until you know what success looks like, you have your goals, you have your metrics defined, you have at least your executive stakeholder or stakeholders on board and supporting your plan. Even if you have some change management and some mindset shifts you need to make internally, that's okay. But make sure you have that executive stakeholder on board if you need to. Make sure that you are starting at least to have your team engaged and ready for the journey, right? You have your audience clearly defined and understood. You know where you're getting your funding. So your funding is secured. Your risks are identified with a plan for how you're going to mitigate them. And this is where you're starting to build out your go-to-market plan and strategy. You're starting to build out your integrated digital platform. This is also where you're going to start prioritizing your social networks. So you're looking at what are the best social networks or digital platforms where I can have the highest impact and the, be the most helpful to my target audience as well as where I can have the highest impact for my business. Always Always prioritize value for your target customer as a top priority because that will then drive the desired action that brings them closer to you. In the build phase, you're looking at all the things we talked about earlier as well. So you're really defining the OPC. You're knowing who those target influencers are that you want to work with. Uh, micro influencers, you know who who's in that OPC, what third-party content you're going to be sharing. You're looking at distribution. How are you going to get your content out there? You're using paid, owned, and earned methods to reach your new and larger target audiences, okay? There's a lot that happens in the build phase, more than I can cover in this podcast today where I'm covering all seven phases. If you need help with this, I encourage you to dig into some of our other resources on my blog, my website, check out our social digital training academy at socialprofitfactor.com. It walks you through step-by-step how to build your plan and take it to market. Step number six, this is the fun part as well. This is all about the launch. So with launch, we have a completed roadmap for implementation. Our go-to-market plan begins execution. We have a calendar that we are planning for the integration of all of these activities combined. We have a content calendar that we have completed. You can download my content calendar template. Go to pam.online slash calendar. You want to make sure you are planning that drumbeat of communication for content with your target audience so that you can inspire them, attract them, keep them engaged engaged with you and your brand. We're selecting tools for distribution and early measurement of our results. Okay. We know how we're going to measure success because we've already defined what those goals and objectives were at the beginning of this process. We're not getting to the end and being like, oh my gosh, we're going to launch. How are we going to know if we're successful? If you're working inside of a company and you are trying to get your budget approved and you don't know what success looks like, you want to know what's going to happen when you get to three months of execution, you're likely going to get fired. And I have seen this happen over and over again, where you promise the world and then you don't know what success looks like. You get three months into it and your executives had some thought in their head that they thought they were going to have millions of dollars. You didn't set proper expectations. You have 
to have proper expectations and know how you're going to measure that success. Okay, you gotta do it. And then you need to have a plan for how you're going to sustain that execution, how you're going to sustain those results, sustain content creation and publishing everything you're doing. It's not just a one and done. You need to make sure you know how you're going to market and how you're going to achieve success for the short, medium and long term. You also need to make sure that you have those social network profiles um, completed. So for your brand, your business, that you have them set up and that they are ready to be integrated, that we have that digital integrated platform that we're weaving together that works even when we're not working. That's when it gets so exciting when we're starting to leverage automated marketing, email marketing, you know, where your website and your blog can be nurturing people even while you're sleeping and you're waking up to more traffic and leads. All right. Step number seven, last but not least, this is the measurement. Okay. You need to understand the difference between KPIs, which are key performance indicators. Those are helping us measure the transformation that we want to make where our business goals and objectives are defining where we're going. So that is our why. So you need to embrace the data. Never be afraid to dig into the data. The data is going to help you be successful. And even if you're brand new to these things, become intimately familiar with the social network insights that are available on platforms like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn. They all provide you valuable data on who is your audience? What are the demographics? What are their behaviors? How are different age groups behaving from each other? Take a look at Google Analytics, it's a gold mine for data. If you don't have it set up on your blogger website, make sure you do that. Be looking at your email marketing data. Take take a listen to my episode 285. I dug into the 15 ways to research your customer and really know your customer. And I talk a lot about data in there and different ways you can tap into all these things. So key here is you're leveraging the knowledge to tweak rinse, repeat, and optimize. We're always moving to making it better, making that experience better for our target customers. So there you have it in a nutshell, the seven steps to build a foundational digital and social marketing strategy that is profitable and that will help you achieve your goals. I wish you the best of success. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.